Welcome to Ghost of a Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Lignato. I'm an astrologer, psychic medium, and animal communicator, and I'm going to give you your weekly horoscope and no bullshit mystical advice for living your very best life. Hello, my darlings, and welcome back to Ghost of a Podcast, Astrology Hot Takes Times. So this week, I am going to circle back to a topic that I've actually addressed in several question and answers and also on episode 145 back in September of 2020. And it's the damn 12th house. I have been getting so many questions and comments from people who are acknowledging their 12th house planets and freaking out because they read somewhere on the intranet that they are destined for misery and unhappiness. You know, it's simply not true. However, when you do a simple Google search, which I did a search in an incognito window on my computer because I wanted to see what would come up. And I saw things like this is the house of of the unseen realm of sorrow and shadow and invisible enemies. This thing of like, this is the house of undoing. This is the house of invisible enemies and, you know, incarceration and all these kinds of things that you can absolutely uh, read about on the intranet if you're looking to freak yourself out. You know, they're all there. It's all there. Sure. But it's not true in my view. This is one of those things. I'm going to unpack the 12th house for you. But let me just say what astrology does is it describes your nature, your circumstances, your resources and lack thereof. It describes what you're kind of working with. And within that, you have choice, you have free will. And within that, you get to choose to make the most or the least of your situation. And something that I noticed um, on social media when I posted that there is no such thing as bad charts is how fucking many of you were like, uh, that's not true. My chart's bad. And I just I wonder what what do we get out of insisting that we have bad charts? There's there's no value in it, honestly. And I know that there's probably a lot of astrology content online and even individual astrologers that tell you, yes, you have a bad chart in this way or whatever. Or maybe I've said something that makes you feel like that's what I meant when I said it. I don't know. I hope not. But, you know, it's all possible. Here's the thing. Every single person has struggles. Every single person has struggles. Every single person has a 12th house. Every single person has Saturn and Pluto and all the hard hitters, right? Life is not meant to be easy and no one has a completely easy ride. That's just not how it goes. That said, when we start to understand that our nature through, let's say, the lens of astrology, we can cultivate self-acceptance. And when you cultivate self-acceptance, you can be like, oh, shit, I can work with what I've got to create the best that is possible for me. That might look like, oh, I don't know, I live in Montreal and it's December. I'm cold. I don't live in Los Angeles in December where I might be warm. (laughs) We can only make choices from where we're at. And if you make choices from where you're at and you're like, oh, I don't want to be in Montreal in December, then you can take steps. may take you days or weeks or years, but you can take steps to get your ass to LA for December. It's a metaphor, but I'm going to I'm going to say it's a strong one. Okay, so the 12th house, what is it about? The 12th house in the birth chart is the place where we 
find subconscious or unconscious content? Does that mean that planets that fall in the 12th house are unconscious to you? No, that's not what it means. It means that this is personal, private, internal content. The 12th house is ruled by, in the OG system, Neptune, the planet Neptune, and the sign Pisces. These are both very sensey, very spiritual elements, right? When we look at your individual birth chart, we're going to see a different sign on the house cusp. I mean, I don't know, maybe you have Pisces on the house cusp of the 12th, but most people don't. So, you know, you, you would layer the information of whatever sign you have on that house cusp, and then you would consider the planets themselves. So here's the thing. When we're talking about planets in the 12th house of your birth chart, natally, what we're talking about is planets that are deeply connected to your heredity. You know, when we have planets in the 12th, we have shit with our family of origin. And if you're adopted or not raised by your birth parents, it could include both your birth family and also the people that raised you. So when we're talking about the 12th house, we're looking at conditions that occurred before the age of seven as having set the stage of that 12th house. Okay. And this is, of course, all according to moi. Different astrologers have different takes on things. And, you know, you can you can listen to different astrologers that, you know, have different takes and come up with your own. That said, quick and very important point to make. There's something going on uh, in the world where I'm getting tons of questions about traditional astrology. And I am not a traditional astrologer. That is not the kind of astrology I practice. I identify as a humanist or humanistic astrologer, um, which is more closely related to psychological astrology, not traditional astrology. The astrology I practice is very, very different than traditional astrology. And I love lots of people who are traditional astrologers, but we are not using the same form of astrology. And so if you are learning astrology and you're like ping-ponging between traditional ideas and traditional study, and then more psychological or humanistic study, you're going to have a lot of confusion because there's differences. They're not the same. So I wanted to throw that in the mix because I think that's an important thing, especially when we're talking about something like the 12th house. My take on it is very much from the background of my psychological or humanistic uh, use of astrology, right? That's my approach. That's what to do. And that's what you're learning from me. Okay, cool. So let's talk about planets in the 12th house, negative and positive. First of all, when we see a planet that falls in the 12th house, it's important to acknowledge that their external presentation is uncomfortable. So in other words, it may be difficult for you to be comfortable with that planet being seen by others. And there's a reason for that. That reason is because it is hard to have boundaries when you have planets in the 12th. So that doesn't mean you are destined to a life of misery because you have shitty boundaries. That means you have lessons to learn around having boundaries, right? So if we have a planet in the 12th house, think of the 12th house, think of Neptune and Pisces, they're all kind of interchangeable, but uniquely different, as having a really loofah spongy style of energy boundaries, just full of holes, super absorbent. Another way I like to describe the 12th house is kind of like like a cloak of black velvet in a room full of long-haired white cats. You just, everything sticks to you. You know what I mean? You're so sensitive. So what that requires is being willing to take the time 
to sit with yourself. Generally speaking, when we have planets in the 12th, we have issues around self-care. And that's because we are meant in the style and manner of those planets to actually cultivate greater self-care. So if we're talking about something like Mercury in the 12th house, what we're talking about is the need to uh, sit with your thoughts, right? Mercury's thoughts, it's communication, it's listening. It's taking stock of what you think, maybe writing in a journal, externalizing your thought process so that you can kind of keep track of it and being intentional about what kind of friends you let into your life, what kind of people you talk to. If we are talking about something, let's say, the, like the moon in the 12th house, what we're talking about is a person who's really emotionally sensitive and needs to do a great deal of work to manage and promote self-care around other people, but also the self. When we have great sensitivities, we also have a great responsibility. And that responsibility is to protect ourselves. Oftentimes, people with planets in the 12th house will end up uh, struggling with addiction issues. That addiction may be to substances, right? Uh, Or it might be to like TV shows, like watching TV shows on a loop or listening to the same song or only wearing one color for years at a time. Like it's just kind of an obsessive compulsive habit. The 12th house can kind of indicate that there are obsessive habits because it's kind of associated with like some version of magical thinking. It's like, I had a really good time, a really good day that time I wore that blue sweatshirt. So now I always wear blue sweatshirts because I feel like it's a special kind of thing. It can kind of get us in that mode. Now, I will just pull back for a moment to say, if you want to know my take on each planet through the houses, pick up my book, Astrology for Real Relationships, wherever books are sold, ideally at your local small independent bookstore. And uh, yeah, I delineate every single planet through the houses and in in the context of many different kinds of relationships. So it's a really good resource and tool, IMO. But staying more broad for the purposes of this hot take, I want to say that the planets that we find in the 12th house are always representative of energies that one or more of our parents or guardians were unable to embody and express in themselves anywhere a year before our birth until about seven years old. And so there's a lot that's interesting about that. I mean, there's a ton that's interesting about that. And I can mention here that I actually have a a class for sale. You can get the audio or the video version of Inherited Conditions in the Birth Chart. It's on my website at lovelanyato.com. But more than this being interesting, right, because it is fascinating to be able to see into our parents or guardians' uh, lives when we were too young to really track it or before we we were even born. But separate from how interesting that is, what's important about this information is that it describes inherited conditions. It describes conditions that were modeled by our parents or guardians as not being safe to embody, right? And when that occurs, it teaches us, by way of being modeled this way, it teaches us to not embody in public these energies. And so we tend to have a compulsion to either model them in ways that just kind of are that make us uncomfortable at the end of the day, or to repress those the energies of that planet. And what I can tell you about this is that just means it takes more patience and time and understanding from you to cultivate ownership of those energies 
and then to give yourself permission to embody them in a way that works for you. You do not need to be like everyone else. You don't. You need to be whole. That's it. That's it. Anarka, Lucy, and Betsy Day is on February 28th at the Convergence of Black and Women's History Months. They were three of the 11 women who were experimented on without consent or anesthesia by the father of gynecology, J. Marion Sims. Join I Am More Than in Montgomery, Alabama to shine a light on their stories and acknowledge that we must first reckon with our history to change the narrative. COVID has exacerbated countless healthcare disparities. We need reproductive justice for Black women and women of color. Support the Anarcha, Lucy, and Betsy Monument and More Up Campus in Montgomery, Alabama by making a donation or buying a brick in honor of your own mother, mother figure, sister, or friend. Visit anarchalucybetsy.org. Link in show notes. When we have planets in the 12th house, our path can be circular. Our path can be really different than that of our peers or what we would prefer it to be. The key is to cultivate spiritual self-acceptance foundational to our nature, right? And to do that around the planets in question. So if you don't have any planets in the 12th house, we would look to the ruling planet of the zodiac sign on your 12th house cusp. But this is especially important information for people who have planets in the 12th house in their birth chart, because you are likely to have read lots of things online telling you that you are doomed in some way. And this brings me to another really important point about planets in the 12th house in the birth chart, and that is around happiness. Because the permeability, the energetic permeability that is inherent to the 12th house, people are sensitive to collective energies in regards to whatever planet or planets are in that house. And the collective is not super happy. The collective is full of struggle and injustice and, and pain and strife, right? That's, that's kind of the collective vibes. It's not the only collective vibes, but it's for sure the collective vibes. There is a way that your planets in the 12th house can resonate with collective suffering. And this feels exhausting. This feels really fucking exhausting. It can be draining. It can be uh, something that, let's say you have Pluto in the 12th house. People with displacement will often have really bad dreams or really violent dreams. Again, channeling collective energies. Uh, People who have more of those personal planets, Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars in the 12th house will just get really tapped, exhausted, and drained by other people when they haven't been taking care of themselves. So you can lament that all you like. You can compare yourself to people who have only planets in the 10th and 1st, all you like. But at the end of the day, if you can accept, oh shit, I need, in the style of the planet, you know, in the 12th house, I need to actually manage my energy. I need to sleep a certain amount. I need to eat certain kinds of foods. I need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself in these manner of ways so that the ways that I am sensitive, I can be like, oh shit, I can be sensitive to them and then therefore take care of myself around them. That's the move, my friends. That's the damn move. Now I have another word, an important word to drop here. 
for anyone who is a parent to a child with 12th house planets, because every time I drop an episode about a difficult placement, I get concerned emails from parents being like, oh, shit, my kid has this thing in their chart. Does that mean I failed them? No. It doesn't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you failed your child uh, spectacularly. Maybe you haven't yet, but you're gonna. That's possible. That's totally possible. However, <laughs> there's no way to evade or escape inherited issues or difficulties. It just isn't. So what is important to do if you see my child has planets in the 12th house? It's not to then go into an anxiety cycle about what it means and how you failed them. Because then you're focusing on yourself. Instead, what you want to do is be like, okay, so my child has planets in the 12th house. How can I support them around that? Not how can I make it about me? Not how can I figure out what I did to fuck up my kid? Because that, in fact, is the very thing that fucks up your kid. Instead, what you want to do, and and of course, as I've said in many other episodes, I do not encourage anyone to look at their child's chart. I don't. I just patently don't. Uh, If you are an expert seasoned astrologer with decades and decades and decades of experience, I still think it's tricky business. But if you're still in the collection phase of your 10,000 hours, you know, if you're not yet an expert, for sure don't do it because it's really not possible to separate yourself from your child's chart because it's literally not possible, you know, so it's hard to see it clearly. If we can't be objective, then we're subjective. When, when we're looking at our child, children's charts, we are literally a subject of that chart. So, you know, it's better to consult a professional. That said, when you see that a child or children have 12th house planets, you want to support them in cultivating healthy boundaries, in understanding that they have a right to healthy boundaries, and supporting them in creating the space and time to identify what their feelings are or their thoughts are or their whatever it is given the planet in the 12th house and to determine their needs from there. That's all we need to do. And to understand that the only way that anyone, an adult or a child, gets a 12th house planet is through inheritance. And that's cool. I mean, that could be fucked up. That could be sad. I mean, depends on who you're related to and all that. But it's really cool because we are interconnected. We are interconnected. And that is a beautiful, fascinating thing. And your 12th house chart may be the embodiment of the end of a broken cycle, right? May be the embodiment of the end of a cycle that serves no one. It may be the embodiment of spiritual gifts or creative gifts that are hard to put your finger on. I personally am a huge fan of the 12th house, which makes sense for me because I have three planets in it. I love the 12th house. I'm obsessed with the 12th house. And I want to say really emphatically, whether you have planets in the 12th or your child or loved one has planets in the 12th, it is not a sentence to misery. It is not a a sentence to isolation or a lack of happiness. It is simply a predisposition. And all predispositions can be worked with. Maybe not easily, maybe not quickly, but we can work with all of it. So when you find yourself being judgy or falling into any kind of fear-based investigations and panic, that's the time to pull back from astrology and to recognize it's not helping you, right? And instead, to just focus on getting present. Because honestly, that's what the 12th house wants. The 12th house wants us to manage and care for our spiritual wellness. That's the move. And by doing that, 
we inevitably are soothing our hearts, which allows our psychology room to start to really uh, step up and take greater care of the rest of ourselves. And then we can pair all of that, the spiritual, emotional, and mental wellness with physical behaviors, with activities that support our mental health, our emotional health, and our spiritual health. And now you have satiated and pleased the 12th house. Look at you doing things right, just like I knew you would. My loves, this was a very hot take of the 12th house. As always, I thank you for joining me here at Ghost of a Podcast and invite you to send me your questions over at ghostofapodcast.com. And stay tuned for my very exciting astrology app that I'm going to be dropping soon. Who knows when? I don't know when. Do you know when? It's the 12th house. We will sit in the unknowing together. Every year they say the end is near. But we're still here. Yeah, we're still here.